Daniel Coyle. Don't look for the big, quick improvement. Seek the small improvement, one day at a time. Daniel Coyle. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Next Level. Good vibes only. This is Darren and Jessica Salquist coming at you. And we have a special guest today, Kurt Salquist, my brother-in-law and Darren's brother. And today we're going to be talking about how we are optimizing our life. We're going to have a lot of Salquist family love. This is a time where we get to sit around as a family and share some of our journey. But we want to focus on Kurt. Kurt is the business owner of CoreFit Inc. He is a father. He is a brother. He is a son. He is a hero. He is a life changer. So we want to kind of get in. We always love to um, talk about this quote, but I want to throw it out to Kurt really quick to say hi. He's going to be our guest today. We're super excited to have him. Hey, Kurt, what's up? Hello. <laughs> a pleasure to share the vibes with you. Yes. Good vibes only, right? Um, we always like to break down our quote that we're talking about as it vibes with um, what we're going to talk about today as our optimizing our life, our journey, um, becoming heroic humans, and that identity of being a life changer. And how did you get there? So as we break down that quote, before we get into some questions, we're talking about um, don't look for the big, quick improvement, right? Seek the small improvement one day at a time. And I just want to throw it out to, to you, Kurt. Um, what do you think about that? I mean, how do you feel about that? And what does that quote actually mean to you? And we can totally break it down sentence by sentence. That quote in particular, I mean, is, is your key to success. It's a key to anything you want to achieve is seeing your journey as this one step in front of the other, just like this morning, we know we, we conquered the mountain today and we started our day off with a Spartan type run up a local mountain and we carried sandbags and then we ran and then we went back and we carried more sandbags and we ran over and over again. And at every step, you know, starting out, which ended up to be about almost eight miles by the end of the day, it was the next step that mattered most when we had you know, 10,000 steps ahead of us. Well, 9,999 didn't matter if we didn't take one more. That's right. I think that goes with, uh, is it Daniel Coyle? Daniel Coyle. Daniel yeah, his Coyle. quote right there. Great um, interpretation and, and focus on that quote. Yep, seeking the small improvements one day, but as you said, one step at a time. What do you think about that quote? Same thing. I mean, you can't take that next step without taking that first step. So I think it's um, breaking life down, a lot of times I think individuals get so focused on those goals and what it's going to take to get there and not recognize it's like if I, I can get there by taking that one step, right? Yeah. That 10,000 mile journey, it all starts with that one step. So that's, that's right. what life's all about is just being able to go out there, challenge yourself and knowing that that one step forward that you're taking is going in the right direction. Loving the process, loving the journey. And that's what we're going to talk about today, the journey. But we want, we really want to start with you, Kurt, and you're an inspiration to many people. You motivate a lot of people. You've been, um, your business has been successful for many years. And we just want to know, you know, share with our audience and share with the people out there, you know, what did your journey look like from the beginning and what kind of goals did you set? Um, what obstacles made you stronger and, you know, wherever you'd like to start with kind of how you all started out to be this life changer. Hmm. Um, so CoreFit Inc., our gym here in Spokane, Washington, um, you know, it's it's started with, again, a single step turning into thousands upon thousands of steps getting to where we are today. And, 
the journey really started in childhood. I think, you know, I think we have to go back and credit how Darren and me were raised. And this is something that I've got three uh, young, young boys, three boys starting at oldest age, nine, youngest age four, and something I'm trying to instill and then instill in them. And also a message I really want to share out there, because I think this is really important in today's world and the way things are evolving is to help build uh, a toughness, something seeking challenge and seeking reward, you know, going past not, not accepting easy, looking for the opportunity to learn as we grow. And for example, you know, how we were raised, you know, there, there was nothing, if we wanted something, we had to figure out a way to work for it. And it didn't mean we had to go find a job at, you know, age eight. Right. But we had wood, you know, we burned wood every year. So my dad would say, Hey, I, I really remember this summer, I wanted this paintball gun. And I had to do four or five cords of wood pretty much by myself. And I think I was maybe about 14 years old at that time, 12, between 12 and 14 years old. And that was a big deal. I mean, my dad would drop the trees, you know, that was something that he took on and uh, he would use the chainsaw at that point in my life and cut them up. But then I had to load them into a trailer and haul them out of there and pull them out and then split all that wood and stack all that wood. And I remember trying to get, you know, Hey, you know, my friends are going out and use that, that their paintballs, you know, can I get that paintball gun now? Well, are you done yet? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right. You know, there was no easy way. It was get the job done and do the hard work and, and starting off and teaching those lessons that we don't just get things for free. We have to work for them has transcended my life and allowed me to, you know, evolve to all these other steps that have come from that one step. Yeah. yeah. I think it's, it's, you know, being raised that way is always the want and we want, Oh, I want, this is what I want. Or it's just this much. It's only, it's only this, it's only that. It's like, okay, well then here's the work you're going to do for it. And that's what, and then when you recognize that the work that you got, he's like, wait a minute, is, is the, that work really worth the value of what I want, what the one I want, what, what I want to purchase or. And so those are the things of connecting the dots. And that's where I think we built this kind of idea that our parents built around us to help us recognize if you want to enjoy whatever it is you want to enjoy, there's, there's going to be work involved. It's not just going to happen. Nobody's going to give that to you. So it's going out there and, and doing the work and then finding the value in it and, um, and just making it happen. Okay. So that's that 12, 14 year old version of you, Kurt. I want to know when... When was that moment that you're like, oh, this is hard work. This is going to pay off later in life. Like, when did that click for you? And that might be too far forward from that age, 12, 14. But, um, you know, when was that moment when you look back and you were like, oh, I get why my dad did that. Or I get why I was raised that way. And, and that, that drive, that toughness, that hard work. Um, and part of it too, is being fit. You guys were raised in a family that um, worked out, you know, so what did that look like? Certainly. Yeah. I mean, that's another thing that my dad, you know, attended the gym pretty much every day, every weekday. Um, and he, you know, brought that into my life and exposed me at an early age, which definitely credits, you know, my continuous passion and growth in there, you know, being exposed. I remember being in the basement with, with Darren and my dad. And at one time we were doing this thing and I was, I was just a kid hanging out with him and I flew off the, the, the pull-up bar. It was like a cable pulley. And I believe it was you, Darren, that caught me um, <laughs> before I would have crashed onto the concrete floor, which I remember was like a split second reaction that he had to have to catch me. Um, but anyways, hanging out with him and growing up in that way. But you asked, when did I realize the benefits of 
growing up with challenges, always being challenged to attain what I want. And I'd say that's only recently for sure. <laughs> you know, that's not something that you're in the moment of that you realize until, you know, this kind of wisdom definitely wasn't something that I was also exposed to um, in my youth. And I think it's a huge advantage to put this out there. It's like when, until you've spoke it, you might realize something inside you, but until you've spoke it and you've wrote it down and it's been it's been explained and said to you, do you really realize the power of something that you're doing? And that's where I think this has all come back and, you know, paid its dividends. Yeah. I mean, I would even speak to that to where if we go to the victim mentality of mm -hmm. like, oh, I can't believe I have to do these things. Like mm -hmm. our friends, like our parents just, their parents just give them these things, you know, mm -hmm. and that's the things that we didn't, again, recognize at that time. And I would say I didn't, I didn't learn it, the value of everything that our parents taught us until probably, mm, in my forties, maybe, I mean, there's probably little things here and there uh, and, you know, that have sparked those things that I recognize what our parents installed in us and what they were attempting to do and what their goals were. But at the same time where I wasn't, it wasn't really till when we get to the optimized part of this, where I really start recognizing that going from a fixed mindset to the growth mindset and this recognize always thinking the victim and why can't I just, why can't you, you guys are our parents. You're supposed to supply these things. These are the things that you could be buying us the clothes and these shoes. And this is what I want. All these wants that we have as children and not recognizing the work that goes into it, not recognizing the work that our parents had to do, plus maintain the household mm -hmm. and everything else. So obviously you get to experience that now with three young children going through that process. Um, but that's something, again, I don't think I recognized till very later in my life of just the what our parents were, were working on. And I think one of the things that our parents have said to us is their job in life is to produce a good human being, to make sure that we grow up and we can be good representations of being human, being that human being. And so that, that's, that's what their goal was. And right now I think they, they did it. We're, we finally hmm. got there. It took a while, it took a while for us to recognize it. Well, I think it's important to to just pull out what you guys were just talking about is as Kurt being a father of three young boys and you're doing the hard work now, just like your dad and mom were doing the hard work when you're younger. And it's like you're in your 30s. So until the, that moment, like it's hard work for parents to raise their kids and consistently do the right thing and and teach them values and teach them the the benefits of hard work and doing things for themselves and that wisdom that you said not until recently that um, it really impacted your life to show the appreciation of of why that was occurring when you were a child. So I think it's 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 I think it's tough, and I, I think it's hopeful that at some point um, your kids, maybe in their thirties, with all of the hard work that you and Maury put in, will appreciate it. Um, it's a delayed um, reward, right? But it's well worth it in the end. Yeah favorite phrase of mine is delayed gratification. <laughs> but going back, yeah, I mean, seeing my kids, I mean, it's, it's, you get the opportunity to grow or, or nurture. It's like, could, do we want to, do we want to supply the nutrients and the the water to the weeds? Or do we want to supply that are going to grow up really fast and quick? Cause they want to grow like these things in us that say, Hey, give it to me easy. That's what's natural in us. We want the easiest route. I mean, that makes sense. Right. But in the long term, that delayed gratification, this is what's going to benefit us the most. So, yes, it's a little bit hard. It's more challenging right now. But if we continue to nurture this idea and nurture this idea that if you are patient and if you work for this, 
you will achieve this and it'll be way better than what I give you right now. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So let's apply that to your journey, Kerr, about, you know, how you started off with having that thought, that dream of, of owning your own business. And as you said earlier, you know, talking about, you know, bringing that fit life, um, you know, making sure that's kind of part of a phrase for core fit is live your fit life. And when did you evolve in that thought process of truly what kind of community and family, you know, you're building within the gym too, and how you're instilling all these um, values and virtues consistently throughout your life as a, as a father, as a business owner, as a, as a husband, as a brother, as a son, all of those things. But as you're moving forward, um, tell us a little more about, you know, what that looked like and um, maybe some obstacles through that journey of getting to where you're at today. Yeah. I mean, speaking of the fit life, it's, it's a term that, you know, we, we started using as it came apparent to me when we were doing all these amazing things. Again, a lot of these are challenging things and realizing how amazing they were benefactors of our, into our lives. I mean, getting out there this morning and seeing the sunrise and seeing the green grass that's starting to grow up on the hillsides. I mean, just this brilliant green color and the color that it is in that time of morning is just different during the time of day. And if we would have slept in and been in our warm, cozy beds, we would have never have seen it. So the fit life is a representation of what it's like when you do the hard thing and you get the reward of that satisfaction that I did this and I experienced something that you don't get when you choose the easy path. The fit life though, it, 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 I'll have to give credit to all that, even CoreFit, what it's evolved into thanks to the people that I've met along this journey. And that's a lot of our members. Um, you know, I, I even have to give credit, credit to my friends growing up, exposing me to the outdoors and pushing the limits of my comfort zone and taking me to places that I hadn't been exposed to and making, growing again, planting these seeds that would grow this passion that, you know, I want to be able to do these things. I want to be able to keep up with these things. And I want to be able to share these things with the people around me. And they've taken those same seeds and some of them have grown into these, you know, brilliant, magnificent trees that just have branches that are going in every different direction between Ironman, between Spartan races and all different kind of levels of that, doing the ultra races, doing the trifectas, doing multiples in one season, getting out there, the backpacking adventures, um, you know, the, the hunting and solo hunting, all these different things that I've been exposed to via the people around me have influenced this idea that is that is sprouted what Corfit is growing into always. It's continuously growing and, and creating new adventures. I love it. I'm just like living your fit life is really like taking your life to the next level. Yeah. And I, you know, I want to state there's a 15 year age difference between Kurt and I. So <laughs> the opportunities and the growth a little bit different that we had, you know, my parents were young when, when, uh, I was a child when I was born, both early, early twenties. Um, and then when they, with Kurt was born, they were in their thirties. So a little bit of a difference in the age gap, but what's been cool is the experience that we have been able to have by being at CoreFit. And one of the things is looking at life and what we're talking about living that fit life is how we look at exercise and looking at exercise differently. This is what we get to do, right. Versus, Exercise is something that we have to do. We built this life, this technology, the way we move forward in, you know, as we're moving into the new years, what are we constantly trying to do? Constantly trying to make life easier. And that's where I think we're going a little bit backwards with that. By making life easier, 
what type of human beings are we are we developing? And this is where it gets to be a little bit more challenging where when struggles happen that the fr- being fragile to moving to anti-fragile. And that's what I how I kind of view working out and some of the challenges that we did today. Again, 2000 feet of elevation, carrying a 45 pound sandbag, running up these hills, trying to keep up you know, with my brother, Kurt, 15 years younger. Again, as I'm training for this uh, Montana competitive beast coming up here shortly and recognizing like, this is what I get to do. I don't have to be out here. Nobody's forcing me to be out here. I, I get to do this. And we get to do this in a beautiful area, right? That was a big thing that we got to look at today is just the sunrise, what you're talking about, looking over the city of Spokane and all the trees and the new growth, which is going on. That's being in that environment and going out and challenging ourselves and then setting that new level of what that challenge is. I've never run as far as we did today carrying sandbags, but that's now I know that's obtainable and I, I can't believe how great I feel right now. You know, I feel very energetic, very alive. This podcast, I'm ready to take this on. I have tons of energy. And that's what living the fit life is, is going out there. What Kurt has built with core fit, the members that have just really have flourished and created this community there, which has been awesome. And that's, what's cool about this journey that, and that's why we want to have my brother on here and just share the, the, the process, this pathway that you've built, this, this road that we're building that you're building and how it's ever flowing, right? It's always changing, looking at those individuals that are around us and developing those things. And that's where I get to say in, in a sense of the road, when we think about our future, we typically build this nice straight road with not a lot of challenges in front of it. And so when a challenge does hit us, that's unexpected, how do we show up to that challenge? And that's what I think Corfit has brought to me in that sense of these exercises that you create. Kurt, Kurt creates every 12 weeks, we create new, he creates new programs based on upcoming events or based on whatever some of our clients are looking for. And then having those challenges in front of us. So knowing that we can get through that difficult challenge, like we just did this workout, the mother X, that if I can get through that, what else can I get through? The, the pole, the, the cold plunges that we do, the, the polar cleanses. If I can go into 30 degree temperature water, what else am I capable of? Those are the things that the experiences that you've built through CoreFit, these individuals that have never even thought about doing these things, get to come to CoreFit, be a part of the community, be encouraged, inspired by those individuals that are that they're surrounded by doing things that they never, ever thought they would do in their life. And that's what a great thing to experience life. Awesome. And this is, again, going back to the process and the journey and just loving it, loving every moment of it. And, you know, the goal is in sight. It's not our main focus, the end outcome, but it is the process and the journey. And what I've absolutely loved about being married to Darren, um, being together last 15 years and expanding my family is watching your guys's relationship between Darren and Kurt um, grow and become stronger. And you're spending more time together and you're, you're working together and you, you know, are, it's just, just such a difference between when I became part of the family to now is just how strong our family really has, has grown. And I think that's super awesome. And the Corfit is the hub of it. You know, Corfit really truly is the hub of our, our family growing together and the community and the hub of everyone really living that fit life and deciding they're going to take their life to the next level. But I want to hear Kurt, just a couple of things. And then maybe after that, we can jump into the optimize itself. Um, is what obstacles in your life in this journey have made you stronger so far that really stand out to you the most? 
you know, the obstacles are going to be a whole myriad of different things. I mean, most recently, right, it was probably COVID and just experiencing what that was like, uh, you know, having to make adjustments like so talking about being on that road and putting curves there and, and, and stepping out of your comfort zone, you know, for example, the polar plunge, why, why would you jump into a 30 degree water, right? Like, you know, that just sounds miserable. Why would you put yourself through that? Well, every single day you get to live in a 70 degree heated house, you know, here in the Northwest, it could be 20 or negative temperatures outside, but yet we spend 99% of our time in nice air uh, conditioned or warmed or houses, cars, wherever. It's always just tranquil. It's always just keeping you comfortable. Yeah. So what happens when something happens where all of a sudden you don't have power and it's happened here, right? There's a windstorm, there's an ice storm, whatever it is. And now your house is going to get down to some cold temperatures. How do you react to that? How do you respond to that? Are you ready for that? Or something happens at work and something changes how you're used to how you're used to showing up, or maybe you're going to be, you know, you get let go all of a sudden you get fired and you have to set, decide, and what am I going to do next? Is this going to bury you or is this going to make you stronger? So we choose to put ourselves in these uncomfortable places like that 30 degree water. We step in there and we take it on and we actually have embraced it, right? Like you get there and you realize this is a thrilling moment. You have these little ice crystals. If you've never done that before and you get in this water, and you take a nice deep breath and you start to calm down rather than running into that water frantically excited you actually slow down your breathing and you walk into that water calm and collected ready to take on this challenge here that's in front of you and you experience that and you experience these little pin needles all over your body just prickling you it's it's a really interesting sensation and you know it's it's very being alive right it's very being alive in that moment every cell in your body is screaming we want to live right now. And it's doing everything it can to make sure that you don't die in that moment. Not that you're actually that close <laughs> to death, but you know, obviously if you were to stay in that water, you'd have some problems. So your body, you expose yourself, you choose these things. So here comes COVID, you know, this is one of those challenges in our life that none of us saw coming and none of us would ever choose to have, you know, put on us, but it did happen. And guess what? There will be other challenges in our lives. So as a business and, and going through COVID and seeing how that was, I mean, it was, you know, it's a game changer. We had, we're, we're, we had to change how we did everything, right? In the initial phase of being shut down and deciding, hey, do we all just decide to, you know, lay down and wait for this thing to pass? And we'll all just, you know, we had three months where we weren't allowed to go into the gym and open our, our open our gym. So do we just all go on vacation at that time and, and hang out in our houses and, and go stir crazy. I mean, we know what happened looking back at that. I mean, people gained a mass amount of weight during the COVID uh, shutdowns. Depression skyrocketed. Alcoholism skyrocketed. All these things started to skyrocket. And this is a product of when we don't have a community around us and we also aren't ready for the challenges coming up. We have been living comfortably for too long and then something throws us off and it it buries us. So one thing that I think was really unique about CoreFit during that time is we figured out how do we thrive with what we can do right now. And we turned this into an online group segment, right? We had our classes virtually meeting up, seeing each other, even though we we're all at our own homes, made a huge difference. Uh, Darren had the idea that we we're going to do that Sunday morning coffee and we would just log on and 
say hello to everyone, talk about what's been going on at home, share our coffee cups, see everybody, <laughs> stay connected virtually. And then it evolved into other things too. We had a game night with all of our gym members. I mean, this were, this was like, we, we never really truly had to isolate ourselves from the world because we continue to stay connected in these ways. And, and that made all the difference. I mean, it was, it was, you know, I can't imagine what life would have been without CoreFit in our community at that time. No, it would have been really hard. And, yeah. we've, we've and got I get the, why that happened to people. Inland Northwest. I mean, we've, we've got the outdoors. So I think a lot of the stuff that you planned and, and supported was, um, let's get outside, you know, and that we never stopped. Right. I mean, back in the day when it was wintertime, we didn't, we didn't trail run 365 days of the year. Now, you know, now we do it. There's no excuse. It's rain, sleet, snow, wind. Um, we ran through trees swaying in the wind mm. and cracking trees, um, anything like that. So I absolutely love that because change does make growth and it is inevitable that it's going to have. And I just think it's so important to point out that there is infinite number of pathways, right? You pivot when you need to pivot and change is growth. So um, change can be hard, but it's something that as a human, as a business owner, as um, doing anything in your life. Um, you've got to really understand the the point from A to B isn't just one straight line. Yeah. And I think, you know, with that, with the COVID and everything and the shutdown and having to rethink, okay, how are we going to be there for our community and with what can CoreFit provide? Um, that's, that's thinking outside the box. And that's, again, where I give Kurt a lot of credit, where it can have been very easy to say, oh, okay, you know, we're going to shut down for three months. We're all going to take a vacation, not doing it, but that's not who you are. That's not what you are as a coach, as a business owner. Like, no. How am I going to show up for my community, give them opportunities to move? We're going to get through this and creating, again, what we did with those workouts and having those at-home workouts, giving putting together workouts that they can do at home. Then we put together workouts that we did over Zoom, having the communication so everybody can still be there to be to have that that connection. And that's where, again, where life is going, right? This, <laughs> this crazy thing that's called meta metaverse, whatever the thing that Facebook's doing right now. It just, it blows me away that that's a thing that people want to, how, how I'm just going to say this, how bad does life have to suck that you want to put on goggles and go to an alternative universe or an alternative world that you're sitting there doing what living in this make believe world versus getting out in this world that you, we have the ability to go into, especially Living in the Pacific Northwest, man, we got Riverfront Park, we got Iller Creek, we got all these beautiful areas. Coeur d'Alene's not too far. Priest Lake, these areas that we get to go to, these beautiful areas that we can go out and live and enjoy life versus put these goggles on and just shut down and not do anything. It's, it's just, it just, it, it blows me away. And so as a gym, building CoreFit, getting people to understand what life is all about and that life is about movement. Our body is built to move. We got all these different joints that do these different things that that we're capable of and going out and experiencing life and moving. And that's the thing where when those curves come at us, again, the unexpected like COVID shutting down, how do we become from moving from fragile to anti-fragile and taking that step forward and challenging ourselves on how do we show up? And and that's up to us. And that's where... um. I think we get to live that fit life, not live this life of comfort, what you talked about, right? Living in this nice, comfortable house at 70 degree temperatures, taking these nice warm showers. And guess what? We all take these things for granted. We're not sitting here being thankful for these things. So when life gets challenging, we, we kind of crumble. 
And so that's where I think bringing gratitude to this, taking life as granted, these opportunities that we have and taking them as granted versus for granted to move forward. So I know just another thing that um, those unforeseen obstacles, life is full of uncertainties. That's right. And so we want to talk about for sure, um, optimize itself, the program, the coaching program, because it impacted Darren and myself's life so much. Um, definitely want to hear from you, Kurt, you know, what were your thoughts about optimize in the beginning and how has it impacted your life now as being a life changer and a heroic human? It's been that, that going back, you know, if you rewind this podcast, probably about 10 minutes ago, you will hear about that that spoken word and realizing these things that you may be doing right now in your life or that you can add to your life and how much more powerful they can become when you realize these are the tools that you have available to you. And these are the ones that you've already been using. You just didn't realize maybe how important or effective this was in your life. And taking that into this, going back to to what Darren was saying and what we've been saying this whole time that, you know, Darren and me were raised in this manner and, and Jessica, I believe you were too, in, in some degrees as well, knowing some of your stories, but if you weren't, or you've been in this comfortably numb state of your life for the last 40 or 50 years, I can promise you, you have the opportunity to change that and to experience all these things that we're talking about. I've seen it time and time Again, that's the amazing thing about human beings is we are so adaptable. We are so good at taking on whatever environment we're exposed to. It's taking that first step. We were talking about how hard it is. It's like if you were to imagine, you know, a train car and it's got a hundred train cars behind it and that engine has to start moving, right? What does that look like? It doesn't just turn on the engine and start pulling a hundred train cars. It starts rocking back and forth. It starts grinding. It starts really just, you just feel this power, this rumbling happening, and it slowly starts to inch forward. That's taking that first step. It can be really hard to, in fact, when you walk into our gym, there's a message on the door that says, this is going to be the hardest step you take today is going over this threshold. It's showing up. It's showing up. And that's what's most important that you can do. If you just show up, you put yourself around the people that are already you know, 10 steps ahead of you. Some of them are, might be a hundred steps ahead of you. It doesn't matter, but this is their normal. When you show up and you start spending your time around people that have made this their normal, guess what? Your normal will come up too. You will find your success and you will find that next step and you will find the momentum of after that train engine has started to move those hundred cars. Well, guess what? It's going to chug along a hundred more miles. You know, they go across the country pulling gigantic loads, but how hard is it for them to start moving? Same thing for us. It is really hard to start moving. That is the one thing. If, if you're listening to this, folks, you are out there and taking that next step. It's just a matter of realizing what your future has in front of you. With one step, you can take two steps and then three steps, but it's not until you take that first step. Yeah. I mean, I hundred percent agree with that. And uh, the train cart analogies is a great analogy. Again, that, that, that locomotive that's pulling all those hundred cars, there's slack in every single one of those cars, right? And that train, that locomotive has got to take up that slack one car at a time. And so that's what life is. That that's like that difficult step. The first two might be pretty easy. You get to that third cart, ah, a little bit more effort, that fourth cart, definitely more effort, the fifth cart, sixth cart, all the way down, 
is going to take more effort. But once they take up all that slack, what are you going to get? Momentum. And that's that consistency of showing up. And again, let's go back to the quote. Don't look for that big, quick improvement. See those small steps as improvements one day at a time. And that's what it's all about is that one day, what can you do to move towards improvement? And if we think about anybody that anybody out there looks up to, Michael Jordan for basketball, uh, Mozart, uh, anybody, Michelangelo, different individuals that have success that we know about that are greatness, that we can put them at the top of, of, of their game, they didn't start out that way. They, it took work. It took practice. It took consistency. They weren't born great. They have the capabilities. But had they not done the work, we wouldn't know about any of them. And so that's what you're capable of. You, Every single buddy out here that's listening to this podcast, you are capable of greatness. Understand that. You can even say this out loud to yourself right now, that I am capable of greatness. I get to do the work. I am capable of greatness. Yeah. I get to do the work. Yeah. So repeat, repeat, right? It's about repetition, consistency, momentum. You're building that. So that's an awesome analogy of, of how we move forward. Because if we're only looking at the end again, I'm going to say the outcome, It we, the fear comes in, it gets overwhelming. But when we break it down by little steps, it becomes manageable and maintainable. And you celebrate those wins, right? You take a teeny tiny step and you're like, yes, I got this. I got this. This is me. This is who I am. And it's really, how are you identifying um, what are, what virtues, what strengths are you identifying with? And so what I heard Kurt say too is regarding in the optimized program, like these are practices, philosophies that you're like, oh, I, I knew that. I, I knew that. And what's wonderful about Optimize for me is that, yes, there, there are a lot of things that I'm like, oh, I, I know those tools, but am I practicing them every day? No. And that's the cool part about this is that they're beautiful, gentle reminders constantly of how we want to become the best version of ourselves, how we want to live our next level life, how we want to live our fit life, because it's all about the foundation and it's all about the fundamentals. And that's where you start. And then you have, you know, you're learning, you're learning your theory, and then you practice with repetition over and over and over again. And that's where that self-mastery comes in. So then there's growth, right? And then you guys talk a lot about choosing your hard, you know, because hard is, is hard can be, I am going to stay here on the couch and not look after my health and wellness and, you know, gain weight and be uncomfortable and hurt, you know, be injured. Or I can go out there and really work hard to, to be healthy, make life changes, you know, those kind of things. They're both hard, but we get the choice to make that. So I just bringing a little bit of optimize back into it. I want to hear from both you guys as far as like, how has, you know, optimize, is there anything that it's really helped um, you excel as a human or excel as a life changer or really helped you, you know, believe in moving forward with some of these philosophies and sharing them with other and becoming that life changer, or if it's helped you identify to, to, to be something more than you thought you would be? That was a lot of questions. <laughs> Pick one. <laughs> I take that a couple of ways. So, I mean, certainly it's helped me personally and by helping me personally in my own life seeing where, you know, we all have these inner demons, okay? To think that, you know, um, LeBron James or... Will Smith. Will, Will Smith, <laughs> there you go. Any of these folks out there don't have inner demons, basically this little voice inside them that tells them that they can't, or, you know, this is going to be too hard. You won't make it. 
Well, you're wrong. They do. We all do. There's no perfect person out there. We're all the same in so many different ways. And it's realizing how do you shift the power to take and listen to that other voice inside you that says, go for it says, take that first step. You can do this. What if you do this? Where would your life go? Right? So optimize definitely helped give me that power. I mean, one of these things that I was talking with, and then it's helped me share that power. It's helped me share these mind structs so that we're not just trying to get stronger physically. We're getting stronger between our ears and fitness is a great way to do that. In so many ways, as we're talking about overcoming these challenges, having these wins, you know, you might be in the middle of something, whether it's a run, whether it's climbing a mountain, whether it's finishing a workout and you start doubting that you are going to do it. You start thinking about quitting. You start thinking about the excuses that you have that's going to allow you to stop. But you don't. You keep going. You keep moving. You keep taking that next step and you finish. And that power that you have walking away from that is amazing. And you apply that to other areas in your life, realizing, hey, I overcame this challenge. I can overcome this next challenge. And shutting down, even though we'll, we'll still go off. I mean, we can learn all these things. You know, any great philosopher, Marcus Aurelius, whoever it is, they still had, they still made mistakes. Even though they know all these things, they're still going to make mistakes. LeBron James is still going to miss a shot and, and not win the game in the last second. But what do they do from there? They have to go back and they have to take that other voice and they have to amplify it. They have to realize the next thing that I do after making this mistake is what's most important now. Even though the last 40 years of my life, I've, you know, chose to do these other things that have held my health and my fitness. And they've put me into this place to where, you know, my doctor's telling me I've got high blood pressure. I've got pre-diabetes, whatever it is. It's what do you do next that matters the most? Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I like what you're talking about, the, the baby steps and stuff. And with Optimize, it's really brought growth to me is knowing that I'm moving forward, get, moving my where I was from a fixed mindset, going to the growth mindset. That's been a big plus with Optimize that's really brought to me. And thinking about baby steps and being kind with the words that you use with yourself. Think about a baby learning how to walk. Every time that baby fell and crashed to the floor, if that was us as an adult, we're like, oh, I suck at this. I can't. I'm just not capable of walking. I'm going to give up. We're going to be beating ourselves up. But guess what? The baby doesn't think that way, right? Baby's like, oh, I go, we went, you know, I don't know who knows what a baby's thinking. I don't remember, but, but they have laughter and they're smiling. And what are we doing as parents or what are we doing as family members when the baby's learning to try to walk? Oh, you got this. Come on. You can do, oh, you know, we're encouraging the whole way. But why does that change as we become adults? That's the part to really take a step back. Can we go back as if we were an infant and encourage yourself as you're an infant knowing, listen, you're going to fail. And I brought up Will Smith. There's at his highest moment, right? Winning that Oscar. And it's, and it just got kind of shadowed, overshadowed with what happened in that event. I guarantee there's a lot of stuff going on with that individual. He's done some great things. He just wrote a book about again, moving forward in that progress and every once in a while, yeah, we're going to take that step back. That And that's okay. That's what this is all about. I'm not saying it's okay what he did, just clarify. But what we're doing is we're moving forward. We have to learn from that event. And so as you move forward and you take that stumble, as you're learning to walk, encourage yourself as you would a little baby. As you take that fall, rise, you know, you fall seven, you're going to rise eight. Go back at it. Don't give up. Again, you want to be walking right now or doing whatever you're doing, depending on your situation. When we have those falls, we have an action that might take away certain abilities that we have, but that doesn't mean we, we stop living. 
we keep moving forward one day at a time. That's right. It's about getting better, not being perfect. And I think that is something that people can really take off their shoulders immediately when they can get that mindset of like, I'm going to get better with these little steps every single day. I'm not going to be perfect. And when you guys were talking, I was thinking about, you know, when feeling, when you feel like it, when you feel like doing something, the very least, when it's like the you're just like, I just don't want to do it is when it's most important to actually do it. And I was just thinking about mentally and physically, whether it comes to work and taking on projects and, 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 and taking steps professionally to be promoted versus that physical aspect of, you know, we get up and there's days we're like, I don't want to go run. I don't want to put a 35, 40 for you guys, 45 pound, um, weight on my back and go up 2000 feet elevation. Um, I, I don't want to do that. But when you're out there, like Kurt had mentioned too, is you're literally taking one step at a time. If I'm thinking, if my mind goes there, cause it goes there sometimes, if my mind goes there, oh my gosh, what do I have before me that I have to do. And then I get to bring it back. Cause I, it's my choice of, you know what, I'm just going to focus on this next step. If I just take this next step, I'm going to get there at some point, but I'm not going to worry about how I'm going to get there at this moment so I can be present. So, and I love that, um, what you've learned Darren too, is that fixed, um, versus growth mindset set as it's like, you talk a lot about, is it happening to me or is it happening for me? And even those amazing, rough obstacles that happen in all of our lives become a beautiful butterfly sometimes. And that is the challenge. I think as I, you know, watch Darren go through some things with, um, professionally that something that hurt so badly and was at that moment seemed like, oh my gosh, I can't believe this happening, happening became the most beautiful gift. And I think that's a great mindset set shift too, is like being able to reflect back and realize, oh, that was a gift. So now when more obstacles come, if I can see the good in it and see what it's going to bring value to me, my life and everyone around me, I think that's super beneficial. Um, as we're moving forward here, we're going to wrap up in a little bit, but Kurt, as far as, um, what you would like to share, you know, what, what is one thing or, uh, you know, anything you'd like to share, um, as people are listening of, of what you, how you want to help them. Cause you are a life changer. You know, how are you identifying, um, what would be something that you'd want to share with everybody, um, for their, for their moving forward to take their life to that next level. Keeping with the theme of today. I mean, I would encourage you to take a step today. You know, if, if you're not willing to take that step today, then when, so take a step today and the step doesn't have to be, Hey, go sign up for a gym. It could literally be walk out to your mailbox today. I mean, I, I meet with plenty of people that that is a big step for them. Walk out to your mailbox today and let's make that a routine every day. That's it. We're going to walk out to the mailbox. Let's set up a goal so easy that you can't fail. And if you achieve that goal day in and day out, I promise you, you're going to walk out to that mailbox one day and you're going to say, I think I'm going to walk over to that corner. And then you might find yourself walking around the next corner and the corner after that. And then you're doing this time and time again. And you, all of a sudden you're going out and you're walking a couple miles. It didn't start with going out and walking a couple miles. It started with walking out to the mailbox. Set a goal up so easy you can't fail and take one step today. And then celebrate. That's right. Celebrate it. How about you, Dan? One of the big things that, you know, I've been really working on myself is, you know, we always talk about what you 
speed your body you become, right? So also working on what you put in, what you're fueling or feeding your brain is also what guides you and directs you. So that's something I've been really working on, bringing a lot of motivational stuff, listening to a lot of different speakers and books. But one of the things that I've taken away from this is to think of yourself as as a seedling, you know, this the seed that you're going to plant and you're going to put in the dirt, you're going to water, and, and then all of a sudden it sprouts, right? And it grows and you're taking care of it. And it's, it grows very slowly. You're not sitting there yelling at that plant or that tree. Why aren't you growing faster? Go, you know, how come you're not, you're going so slow, right? You're allowing it to grow and it's going through its processes. And that's again, that oak tree or any, any big trees that you see around. That's remember where it started. How did it start? Very small. And it took time. It took years to become this beautiful, elegant tree that we're, that we get to witness today. And so that's such as your life. Remember, no matter where you're at, plant yourself, take care of yourself, allow yourself to grow, be patient, take a deep breath, and bloom where you are planted. I love it. I love it. So the challenge for everyone, the goal, however you'd like to look at it, find something in energy, work, love, focus, eat, move, sleep. Find that one step, that tiny little step that you're going to take today and do it now. Don't wait. Don't set a time. Let's do it now. So thank you for joining us today, Kurt. It was awesome to have you be part of this journey with us. I'm so excited. I think we're going to have to do another podcast as we move forward, kind of from where we left off and how how the world brought us all together, working together. That would be something awesome to to have some more Solquist family love. So as we wrap it up today, want to thank everybody. Um, join us on Facebook, Instagram. In the notes, we'll be sharing some optimized heroic information if you want to join, um, and also any information regards to Corfit. And I want to just thank you so much. So let's take it to good vibes. <laughs> I'm going to pause for a minute. Okay, Don't forget, <laughs> check out Corfit Inc.'s instagram page facebook page so you can follow us there as well and then we're going to take ourselves to that next level with good vibes only all right everybody peace out